France has fallen to the Nazis. Britain stands on the verge of invasion under Hitler's plan, codenamed Operation Sea Lion. The fate of their beloved United Kingdom hanging in the balance, Prime Minister Winston Churchill urges every last resort must be used to battle the relentless enemy, no matter how ridiculous, no matter how far-fetched. This is the story of the one that was ridiculously far-fetched. With the devastation we experienced at Bologna Cement, it will take months to rearm our military. Months, Winston! The RAF hasn't enough pilots left to fight. The German Reich is already crowing. They've just as much as won the war, George. We can't afford months lying exposed in a vulnerable position. We must explore the possibility of a negotiated peace settlement. As if England is a woman of easy virtue. Now the French, on the other hand. I fear otherwise a German invasion is inevitable. Oh, Monsieur Churchill, we promise not negotiate the peace with the Nazis. Voulez-vous do not, they said. And then they signed an armistice with Germany. Well, we'll never give up, never give up, never give up, never give up. I was thinking of using that in a speech, but wasn't sure. That it's a bit much. You think so? Try giving up the last give up. Good advice, George. Keeps me from appearing like a windbag. Oh, you give me far too much credit. I refuse to appear on the world stage looking like a Parisian harlot. You can get up now, George. The crease in my trousers should be pressed out by now. Be a good man. Hold that leg up for me. The foot goes here, not the right, not the right. Poland had a peace treaty with Germany. Look at them now. Considering peace with the Nazis should strike terror into one's heart. Sheer terror, like a 90-year-old facing icy steps. They're on backwards. Your trousers. The way you speak, so is. Be a good fellow, won't you, and turn them around. Be more mindful which leg goes where this time. And fight them with what, Winston? The armament we abandoned in Dunkirk? Then anything and everything, no matter how remote or ridiculous its chance at repelling the enemy, must be pressed into service. Vehicles, no matter how old. Machinery, no matter how old. Men, no matter how old. Or feeble. We'll mobilize them, arm them with rifles, and when we run out of rifles, we'll use knives, and when we run out of knives, sticks, sticks with pointy edges, sharp, spiky, pointy edges. An old feeble man with a pointy edge stick can be deadly. What, if they stumble and accidentally fall on you? It's as if you can read my mind. We must fight on, George. The war is knocking on our door. <gasps> Get off me, Winston! Prime Minister, you sent for me. Are you two in some sort of conference? Ah, Bishop, neat Lieutenant Commander Fleming, Royal Navy Intelligence. If you can use those terms together. Fleming, meet my advisor, the Dean of Canterbury. How do you... Bishop of Chichester, theologian and member of the House of Lords. How do you... Very right, Reverend George Bell. How do you... Everyone just calls me very right. Do. Fleming's in charge of covert operations. Good man. Nothing distracts him from his mission. Isn't that right, Fleming? Trust no one. Keep my affairs buttoned up. Prefer dogs over people as companions. I save a bundle at Christmas time. Waistcoat. Here you are. Fleming here is the inventor of the poison dip dot gun umbrella. Never trust another man's umbrella. He also invented the magnetized trouser button. Let me guess. Saves time dressing and precious zipper metal for use as an emergency compass. If you're lost behind enemy lines, your crotch points true north. What's that other weapon of yours? The tear gas firing fountain pen. Apparently, you also can't trust another man's Mont Blanc. Not only for use by our men to immediately immobilize enemy agents, but, as it turns out, a big hit for them at home at kiddie parties. 
lets the parents get away to have a few minutes for themselves. The exploding rat! Good heavens, what's that for? Personal amusement. My tie? No, thank you, sir. You go ahead. Much too early in the day for me. My tie over there. Hand it to me. Now on to your latest plan. What do you have? We confuse Hitler. I like it. Well done. There's more to it than that. Don't I know it? How do we confuse Hitler? I was coming to that very right. Can't I just call you Bishop? Very good. Is that another one of your titles? Is it? Oh, hang on. It is. Jagged. What? Oh, yes. Here you are, sir. How, you ask, Bishop? We infiltrate his headquarters and make barely noticeable changes around him. Completely inconspicuous changes to anyone else yet. Sufficient enough to make him doubt his sanity. Such as? Little things. Swap his pen for a pencil. Nudge his phone an inch away from its usual spot. Switches schnitzel for schnitzel. Nuance changes not noticeable to the human eye yet enough to lead him to believe he's gone insane. And how will we be able to tell if it worked? Right. Then there's plan B. We've known for some time Hitler and high-ranking members of the Nazi inner circle are led by the occult. Himmler has a fascination with mystical relics. Nostradamus is Betty by time reading for Rudolf Hess. Goebbels is rumored to be conducting secret experiments with a mysterious compound for what fiendish purpose we do not know. He calls it Tofu. The monster! He dares play God! Simply put, Hitler and his top officers are devotees of the black arts. We can exploit that. If we can make Hitler believe he's under a cult attack, that unnatural forces are at work against him, it could trouble him, paralyze his thinking, even break him. Would you like a mirror to check your appearance, sir? I fear it will only confirm it. And how do you propose to go about this troubling Hitler business? We convince Nazi High Command we have witches casting spells to thwart them. What's plan A again? I object, Winston. Witchcraft! Really? It goes against the church! Most things do, so what's your point? As a man of faith, I protest. Invoking black magic as a means to protect our nation? I won't have it! Not a bit of it! George, witches casting spells is merely people chanting invocations petitioning the supernatural grant their requests. How is that any different from what goes on in churches around the country on any given Sunday? I'm afraid logic and reasoning will not work on me! I'm afraid of the very same thing. Gentlemen, we're merely exploiting the same occult beliefs the Nazi High Command already used for guidance. The devil's greatest tool! It's psychology. The devil's second greatest tool! Yes, Freud does say right up there on page one of Introduction to Psychoanalysis to Handle with Care May Cause Banning. George sometimes measures call for strange bedfellows. Look at you and me. Fleming, stage the operation to occur in three nights hence. I suggest we also mount a disinformation campaign. Make them believe the stars have turned against them. For good measure, we'll also lessen their concerns about our war campaign. Make them lower their guard. We'll broadcast fake radio transmissions that the British seek peace and wish to overthrow that old warmonger, Churchill. You know, that's what some people call me. I do. I do, I do. We can use that against them. They also call you a cantankerous, drunken imperialist. Perhaps there's a way to use that against them, too? They'll perceive the Russians as the greater threat and turn to bottle them. We need a code name for this. Cleverer than Operation Walrus, or whatever mammal the Nazis came up with. We'll call it Operation Decoy. No, no. It, it needs a code name that's clever, but from which you can't tell what it is. I've got it. Operation Orangutan. They're damn clever buggers, but you can't tell by looking at them. That is not what I meant, sir. They can eat with their feet. Can you do that? I can't. 
Damn clever. A code name which spells out. Which spells out. Ah, of course. Which spells? I've got it. Which spells? We'll call it Operation Which Spells. I said that. No, you didn't. I just did. I'm against it no matter what you call it. Fine. Then orangutan. I'll not stand by and have our good nation untangled with the occult. Whatever happened to using good old British blood, sweat, and tears? You were very big on that just last week. I still am, but you can't bloody well defend an entire nation with body fluids. Certainly you don't expect witchcraft to do the job. I believe it's absolutely tomfoolery. Not that my belief matters. We only need the Nazis to believe we believe they believe it. Besides, curiously, Fleming's plan may be more a design of providence than fortuitous, for I happen to receive a telegram this very morning. Here. Prime Minister, War Cabinet, Gentlemen. As I have a premonition, you will today create an operation, an operation of witches, no pun intended, aimed to influence the Nazis, I stand ready to offer you my supernatural services as a master of the black arts. Yours, Alistair Crowley. Damn, he's good. He's Crowley. Only the greatest of Europe's occultists. Crowley? The one they call the Great Beast 666? How many other Alistair Crowley's Great Beast 666 do you think there are? 665? Fleming, meet with Crowley. He might be our man. No! You dare taint the good British people standing before the Almighty by engaging someone called the Great Beast 666? Oh, that's probably just his biblical name. Mine's Daphne. Keep me from a most unholy match. Don't mind the monk of melodrama. And when you meet with Crowley... Be thy intense, wicked or charitable. Something wicked this way comes. Stop making much ado about nothing. That was Macbeth. I wouldn't call thou a milk-livered loon, but only because I know far better insults. Is that from Taming of the Shrew? No, it's from the Merry Drives of Winston. Sirs, aggrieve each other not, but be kind fellows, and reserve mortiferous acrimony to strike the enemy a deadly wound. Two gentlemen of Verona? No, just aggrieve each other not, but be kind fellows, and reserve mortiferous acrimony to strike the enemy a deadly wound. You have a way with words, Fleming. You should take a course for writing such as they advertise on matchbooks. Become a celebrated author in your spare time. I did. Tis safer to be that which we destroy. Oh, stop with the dramatics. Then by destruction do well in doubtful joy. Mark my words, Winston. You can't have satanic forces and expect everything will turn out absolutely jammy. Again with the dramatics, George. I am not dramatic. And exit. Don't demonize satanic forces, George. Without them, you'd be out of a job. Fleming, meet with Crowley. Get his recommendations on making it appear witches are casting spells. Evaluate and implement accordingly. And keep an eye on the bishop. He's a good man, but make sure he doesn't do something idiotically stupid that sabotages Operation Orangutan. Which spells? Which spells what? The code name of the operation. No, it doesn't. It's spelled Orangutan. He's given me his name. Does Beaufort Primrose mean anything to anyone? Beaufort Primrose Smythe. Hey, oh, pick me. Question, Fiona. Is he the Beaufort Primrose Smythe who drowned in the flat of 23? He's telling me he's not. Sorry. What about the Beaufort Primrose Smythe who had the unfortunate run-in with the Killer Canary? Hello. He says they're small, they're pretty, but make no mistake, they're exceedingly angry little peckers. 
I crossed paths with a canary once. What happened? That chappies. Lieutenant Commander Fleming. Yes, Crowley, how do you do? Please make yourself comfortable. We're almost done. And once again, Higgins would like to emphasize it's a nasty rumor. It's not the cause of his death and the goat was only a little shaken. Those are all the messages from the beyond for tonight. Thank you. That concludes tonight's meeting of the Hermetic Order of the Resicrucian Twelve. May the stars guide you. And the moon shine fondly on you. In its waxings and waning. Yes. Oh, we're not done. All the days of your life. And after that, if applicable, good night. Fleming, may I introduce you to old Fiona Clutterbuck? Pleasure. Yes, it was. Do I know you? No, no, over here, Fleming. Sorry, excuse me, madam. Fiona, if your ears have been ringing lately, I apologize. I've been chatting you up to the lieutenant. May I present Lieutenant Commander Ian Fleming. Fleming, meet old Fiona Clutterbuck. How do you do? You're old Fiona Clutterbuck. <laughs> Let me guess. You're an ancient being who retains her youth by some ritual of sacrifices so macabre it makes grown men faint. Do tell. Oh, no, no, but it's charming you'd think so. No, I, I don't. Old is merely a term of endearment. You know, as in, how are you, old sport? I called my mother my little snally gaster. I don't think that's a term of endearment. I didn't say it was. Fiona, the lieutenant commander is here on a mission of national importance for which he seeks counsel. I thought you might have something to contribute. Very hush-hush, I understand, lieutenant commander. Indeed, a mission for king and country. We operate under the authority of stars and moon. Good. Then I'm in the right place. Tell me more about this group of yours, the Hermetic Order of the Resicrucian Twelve, is it? Oh, we're an old fellowship who simply like to gather on a summer's eve and chat about fancies such as the intricacies of supernatural agency and human affairs. Us backcountry folk need something simple to pass the time. Some would call what you were doing tonight dabbling in the occult. Fiona, you can be forthcoming. It's safe. Fleming isn't here to arrest anyone claiming to practice witchcraft, are you, Lieutenant Commander? We could be of glorious service to Britain. The Hematic Order of the Resicrucian Twelve. I count only four participants here. Where are the others? Go ahead. It started with twelve. Membership was by invitation. Or by accusation. Over the centuries, we gained some members. A big draw was the camaraderie, plus tremendous discounts on candles, essential oils, and cauldrons. Lost some members. Mostly by burning. We're down to four. Me, Alistair, Agnes, and Cecil. We don't have the budget to change the stationery every time we add or lose a member. Polite, affable, and frugal. I'm surprised a man hasn't snatched you up for a wife. Yes, thank goodness. That sounds dreadful. Are you married, Lieutenant Commander? Incurably so. To my work. <laughs> you were saying? About the Order. It was founded 500 years ago by my ancestor, very much old Clutterbuck. She was 13. Back then, that was middle age. Or she was very much endeared. We're not sure which. Now then, the purpose of my visit must be kept in full confidence. Have I your word? Yes, of you course. have our word. Good. We know Hitler plans to invade England via the English Channel. How dastardly! Using our channel against us! Let him use his own channel if he wants to invade us! We haven't the manpower or weaponry to counter. Not at the moment, anyway. We need time to rebuild our resources. We may not have that time. So you want us to defeat him? I'll wear my headdress! It's an attention grabber! That's not what we have in mind. Hitler and his officers believe in the black arts. We want to use that against them. 
Convince them they're under attack by British witches. It's a psychological ruse to discourage their invasion. A psychological ruse? Yes. We want to make it appear as authentic as possible, then plant evidence of the witchedness. Is that what you call it? Witchedness-sere? Witchcraft. Yes, of course. Thank you. Plant evidence of the witchcraft to vex Hitler about proceeding with the invasion. Now, as to how you can help, Miss Clutterbuck. Please, Fiona. Fiona, I'm under orders from the Prime Minister to request you do... What's that word again? Witchcraft. Keeps escaping me. Sorry. Funny how certain words will do that. That's probably happened to you. No. I suggest a ritual might do the trick. To help me remember? Thank you. No, I don't believe in... Um... I was talking about your operation. A black ritual. Do you agree, Alistair? Once you go black... Good. You evidently understand our needs. Your ritual has to be staged this Friday night. In three days. Time is of the essence. Yes, of course. Then we drive that occult wedge right smack into Nazi high command. Infect their will to fight. Of course, for obvious reasons, it can't be disclosed the government is behind this. And this comes as a request from Mr. Churchill? Oh, my. You may consider it a direct order. This is the premonition I had of which I wrote, Mr. Churchill. Quite right. The Prime Minister's calling it Operation Orangutan. Orangutan? I'm not enthused about that either. Oh, because they're very clever animals. But you can't tell looking at them. I get it. What sort of black ritual would you prefer? Carbon black, ink black, igangro? I recommend iron black. It goes nice alongside most spells of the nefarious kind. A popular choice is onyx. Slightly less than black, but very good nonetheless for hexing. Then there's black. That one. An excellent choice. And how much would the war cabinet like to spend? Alistair! It's our duty. But think of all the stationery we'd be able to update. We do this for king and country, stars and moon. And I dare say it's also our opportunity to show Britain witches are every bit as deserving of equality and respect as anyone else. Lieutenant. Please, Ian. Ian, it occurs to me we could cast a spell on Hitler not unlike what my forefathers did to the Spanish Armada. That could work. I know the accounts in the Book of Shadows somewhere. Beg pardon? The Spanish Armada was a large naval fleet sent by Spain. I know what the Spanish Armada was. Book of Shadows. What is it your forefathers did to the Spanish Armada? They stopped them. Stopped them? (laughs) The Spanish Armada was a fleet of over 100 vessels. No man stopped them. Not Sir Francis Drake. Not any man. It was a storm that wrecked the ships. And how do you imagine such a storm happened? By chance. Oh, come now. A storm severe enough to wreck over 100 warships, striking at exactly the right time, exactly the right spot. Think about it. You're not going to deny it happened. No, I'm not denying it happened. I'm saying, oh, what does it matter? It doesn't matter. Will you arrange the ritual? I can't think of any reason we wouldn't. Then there's obviously some more you need to know. A small piece of information regarding your upcoming ritual will be strategically placed where it's impossible for it not to be intercepted by the Germans. I need to alert you it's meant to lure undercover SS agents to investigate. We believe they'll observe and report their findings back to Nazi High Command. It's how news of your witch it necessary... Witchcraft. Yes, right, witchcraft. We'll get to Hitler. That's what we hope for, anyway, at best. At best? Would the worst-case scenario be... West? Crawley, I'm afraid. How so am I? I know what I'm asking of you is dangerous. Nevertheless, we want to serve. That's agreed. We can stage the ritual in Ashdown Forest, outside Highcliff. That's a perfect spot. In the clearing by the Old Gallows Oak. That's a tree. Old Gallows? A term of endearment for a tree? No, it's old. 
Ancient, actually. William the Redbeard was executed there in 1196. Word spread and bingo, it became a popular execution spot. People would kill just to be hung there. Now they host a music festival in the spot every year. Kids. Neath billow, dark clouds, and field of barren earth, to be hung from your old gallows oak, bring the doomed prisoner forth. The crowd goes silent, the rope snaps taut, ye prisoner's feet kick, body jerks all bout. I can see why it's so popular. Cecil's seeing me home, Fiona. And there's a fresh crop of hallucinogenic mushrooms for Cecil here to nibble. Sorry? The fungus, Amanita muscaria, grows wild. It's got a red top. You'd know it if you saw it. We're doing a ritual? Oh, joy! The mushrooms endow me with special powers. He's to mushrooms what Irishmen are to whiskey. Addicted. Thicker Woggle here is a mycophagist. How dare you, sir? It simply means you enjoy a fungi from time to time. I said watch your tongue! And then we'll all dance naked in circles under the moonlight. Won't we? Of course we will. Ecstasy! Can't wait! Here's to hexing her, Hitler. Here, here! Did you say dance naked? The Spanish Armada? The Spanish Armada was a large naval fleet. I bloody well know what the Spanish Armada was. Are you certain they understand what it is we're requesting? Yes, sir, and it's just what the Prime Minister ordered. Of course, they being civvies, I think it proper we afford them protective cover. Yes, yes, of course. I'd like to be on that detail personally. Granted. Just make certain nothing interferes with the SS agents reporting back to Berlin. To that end, we know the Germans planted an undercover agent in the Romanian consulate in London. That's as much as we know about him at the moment. You don't know who among them he is? No one knows. However, I've sent correspondence to the consulate requesting advice regarding Romanian witch practices, letting them know we'll be staging a ritual to deploy against the Germans. I've given them the date and time, but not the location. I expect this will attract his attention. He's bound to make a move to find out where the ritual takes place. When he does, we'll be on his trail like pig's blood on pudding. Wet my appetite to discover who the spy is and for dinner in one fell swoop. You do have a way with words. By the by, have you been keeping tabs on the bishop? You saw how vehemently he opposes the campaign. I fear he may sabotage it, even if unwittingly. A slip of the tongue, that's all it takes. I have reason to believe the circumstances I've arranged will serve to keep the good bishop tied up for a while. What did you do? Fleming? You said make sure he doesn't do something idiotically stupid that sabotages the operation. Details. But you said so. About what you did. I think it best if you didn't know the details, sir. And why not? Frankly, I'm afraid you'd find it cagey, opportunistic, perhaps even unconscionable. You do make me so proud of you. Anything else, sir? Yes, I find my mind preoccupied with one thought. One gripping, compulsive, all-consuming thought. Yes, sir. Dancing naked in the moonlight. Uh, mustn't let that distract you from your mission while you're there. I'll be too busy on the watch for spy movement in the surrounding woods. You're a better man than I. I might confess, however, my doubts. I haven't the greatest confidence Fiona Clutterbuck will be convincing. And why not? Well, you see, she's... she's... She's what? What? Spit it out, man. She's charming. Charming? <laughs> That's what you want in someone casting a spell. That is, she's not what you'd expect. What? What is it I'd expect, then? What? Well, you know how German folklore is rife with haggard, brutally ugly witches? 
Old decrepit buzzards. Brutally haggard, ugly old decrepit buzzards hunched over with monstrously misshapen, grotesquely humped bucks. Long gnarly noses and protuberant, ill-proportioned, warty chins with tiny hairs and twisted, crooked, spiny, bony fingers. Yes, that's not her. On top of it all, she seems a little mm, free-spirited, bold, unfettered by society's rules and regulations. An unfettered woman. She must be an East Ender. She's pleasant, fanciful, too. No, make that whimsical. I found her rather sweet, actually. Ooh! Watch out your nazi spy doesn't make goo-goo eyes at her. He might steal your girl away. Has old Fiona Clutterbuck gone and cast a spell on you, old man? Are you blushing? No, seriously, I've never seen an Englishman blush before. I actually wouldn't know what it looks like. Likely due to all the unconstrained enthusiasm I'm feeling at the moment, sir. Yes, calm down! You're overthinking things, Fleming. If Hitler's as bonkers as Clutterbuck is, you'll fall for her mumbo-jumbo. From your lips to God's ears. I like to think that's how the chain of command works. So then, you have your orders. Follow them. Now, what of the disinformation campaign? To that end, we're broadcasting a program of Nostradamus' predictions for the Germans to pick up. Altered naturally, for our purposes. Altered naturally? What the hell does that even mean? We rewrote them, explicitly prophesying defeat for the Germans. Oh, I thought somehow you've got Nostradamus to rewrite them, and then I thought, how is that possible? And I was stumped. But now I understand. So, go on. Humor me with an example of a naturally altered Nostradamus quatrain. My favorite is... Un grand guerre... In English. But it sounds so much better in French. English. A great war... See, it misses that dramatic deep guttural resonance. The Germans strike, invade the other countries. Oh, spot on. Continue. They lose. Is there more? Nostradamus didn't speak much. Mostly jotted things down. For future reference. Well, he was a forward-thinking type of fellow. We expect Rudolf Hess will pick up on the broadcasts. He being personal astrologer to Hitler, it's a direct conduit. Hmm. I'm sorry, I'm still thinking of people dancing naked. Hard to shake that image out of one's head once it's in. Try to strip it from your mind, sir. That didn't help. I trust the plan meets with your approval? Does this raised finger mean anything to you? There's no need to express yourself in that rude fashion, sir. That finger is for Hitler. We'll have the victory over that hound yet. Hmm. Just thinking out loud, but what if you use two fingers? Like a V for victory. It's also more within the accepted bounds of propriety. Allow me? There. More sophisticated, dignified. You give off the air to Monsieur Distinct. Sorry, it's the baked beans I had for breakfast. Now don't concern yourself that old clutterbuck isn't the ghoul of your dreams. You know it's all stuff and nonsense. I know it's all stuff and nonsense. But Hitler and his chums? As long as they swallow it hook, line, and sinker. With Sir Francis Drake granted dominion over the seas, we twelve Rosicrucians gathered at Devil's Point in a witch's circle at midnight. Clad bare, we danced, raising a mighty storm, chanting, Ye cannot cross the sea. Cursed ye be, cursed ye be, cursed ye be, with curses of all who curse ye with curses be. Catchy. So that's how it's done then. Mr. Thicklewaggle, there you are. Yes, Fiona. May I be of service? We've work to do. Mm -hmm.
Mania would love nothing more than to honor your request, Bishop Bell, but it's so hard to stay neutral. You don't fool me by feigning neutrality, Pavelescu. We've recently discovered the Germans have planted an international House of Wieners franchise on every other corner in Bucharest. Guilty! So we Romanians have a love of German Wieners. So what? So what? Uh, what? Since when did Romanians urge to feast on so many German Wieners? It could be worst. Just lightning situation resulting from recent discovery. It's simple. We don't want German invasion any more than England does. It makes Germans very happy when we gobble their wieners. But Pavelescu, to that purpose, the mutual assistance program we're proposing will help strengthen your independence. Bishop, with all due respect, London is exhausting us with all your proposings. Yesterday is, please advise best Romanian witch practices. Then today is, hey, what about that mutual assistance program, eh? They're trying to stay neutral here. Can't you pretend we're Swiss? Except for accent, of course. Ignore accent. Back up. Back up? There, he's in the office. No budget, no budging. You received a request from us seeking advice on Romanian witchcraft? You know, for top secret ritual you plan. What is name? Operation some kind of monkey. Oh, is that what Winston's calling it now? I get it. Very clever. Cast spell on Hitler. Boo! <laughs> Good luck with that. Heidi, come escort Bishop to entrance that goes out the building. Pavlescu, destroy that request for the witchcraft advisory. Under no circumstances respond. Now those are requests I can honor. Making progress. So tell me, where is location of Big Abracadabra? Pretend you never heard of it. I wish I hadn't. I swear as God is my witness. Excuse me, Mahalam. Didn't I see you in Wagner's Die Valkyrie? I'm afraid that is not the correct answer to the obvious question. Pavlescu, your secretary, Brunhilde here, is pointing a gun at me. Heidi, you a few sandwiches short of the picnic? It's not only your formidable shoulder pads that are most unladylike, madam. Quiet! Sit down. Both of you. Though, as I say, schnell! Schnell means now in German. Oh. Blood of Newt, I've told. Simple household ingredients. You must have those around somewhere. Step away from that book. And hair of the one for whom the love spell spun. Oh, suddenly not so simple. What if we were to snip, snip? I said no. It's not as if we'd be twisting his arm out of shape, bring him to his knees, coercing him. That's an entirely different potion. See here in the book. She's right. If something blooms out of my association with Lieutenant Commander Fleming, then I'd much rather it happens without the benefit of witchcraft. But thank you both for caring what apparently seems to be an inappropriate amount about my love life. Love is like a delicate blossom, Fiona. It needs gentle patience, nurturing, and understanding if it's to bloom. It says may cause vomiting. Perhaps he'll feel different once he sees you victorious over that Hitler chop. He seems the type that, no matter the proof presented, he'll find another reason not to believe it. I know a way to make him believe, but I'm just a hair off. Is that about the passion, or are you being introspective? Just one lock of the lieutenant commander's hair is all I need. Then again, you could pluck him till he's as bold as an egg if the lieutenant commander isn't the least bit interested. Funny how no one even considered that possibility. What do you mean no one considered that possibility? You just did. Fiona, you heard him consider it, didn't you? Or am I hearing voices? Oh, not again. No, I heard him. 
I suppose you don't carry out too many rituals in the winter. You might be surprised. Do you, then? We usually have a bonfire on nights when are threatened by attracting the, you know, entire Luftwaffe. Plus, you don't feel the cold as much dancing around flames. Hadn't thought of that. Not unusual. People often have inaccurate ideas about us. Yes, so far, no ogres. Other than the one I assume is observing us at the moment. There, in the pines. There was a faint flickering. In the pines? There's no one there. We must assume there is. There's no one out here besides us. They're here to observe. They're not about to expose their identities. But if they do, I'm ready. Don't worry. I'm not worried, because there's no one there, Ian. Shh! Hear that? What was that, then, hmm? A bird. Or a clever, insidious, undercover Nazi agent, schooled expertly at imitating a flittering bullfinch, a puffin, or a black-tailed godwit amongst the branches to fool us. You quite enjoy your work, don't you? It has its perks. Like tonight. Fresh air, meet interesting people, learn about different customs. I'll be able to add naked dancing to the list, apparently. Who knows what else I'll discover before the night is through. A great tit. I'm sure you appear to be in great shape. The bird. It was a Eurasian great tit. What are some of your other interests? I like to write, actually. You're a writer? Tales of espionage. That's to say, I fancy myself a writer of such tales. When I was but a tiny tyke, I used to make up stories casting my nanny as a subversive enemy operative. You showed early promise. I didn't realize I had the talent. Until the night the authorities dragged nanny away. I had to confess making it all up to get her out of jail. Impress the police. They asked me if I'd write their blotter. I was only five. Being around uniformed men from an early age is what led me to work in military intelligence. That definitely turned a strange corner there, but I must say it worked out well in the end. Perhaps I'll return to writing someday. I'm sure you will. You can say that, yet you haven't ever read a thing I've written. When I've shown my writing to others, they... Encourage you. Smirk. Yet you have faith I can be a writer. It's not faith. I know you can do it. It's in you. I believe we can focus our energy to manifest what's sown. Is that how your bewitching works? Exactly how it works. Have you ever thought of something, only to have it come true? Dreamt of someone, only to hear from them? Yes. Apparently, I really need to be more careful about what I think and dream. But I'm afraid it would take magic for me to take up writing spy stories. Why? You can't be serious. We're at war. Duty calls. But after the war... What are your plans then? After the war, I suppose I'll retire to a more mundane existence. You speak as if you're under a spell. That's ridiculous. You're beholden to a firm belief about how things are, will be. Where did all that come from? There's an entire world past it. Sweet innocent Fiona, you have no idea what the world is really like. We've carved out the circle. Oh, well, it, it looks like one, if you look at it from this angle... And squint your eyes. Just in time, too. The Amanita Mascarias are taking effect. Oh, look at my hand. It's talking to me. Hello, it's me. How are you? I hear it, too. Lieutenant Commander, observe. A faint memory surfaces of a dark, foggy night. A London music hall. A performance by an obscure Spanish ventriloquist. What does this all mean? It may be a treasure trove of memories to you, but it's just me hand. Wait till you see what becomes of the rest of me next. Don't be frightened, though. I'm not a biter. Cecil! Oh, you you made yourself varnish. The classic magician's trick. Jolly good, figure waggle. Mysterious music for effect, eh? Can you produce a shilling out of my ear next? The way the war's inflated prices, it would be a treat to see money appear for a change rather than keep watching it disappear. <laughs> say what? 
Where's Thickerwaggle? I told you, Cecil. Some people can't be convinced no matter what. Question! Is it left foot first or right foot? I don't recall either. We haven't gone dancing for some time. I remember when it used to be a weekly ritual. That's funny! What is? Left foot. Left foot ready. Right. Very well. Right foot ready, then. And what have we here? Hello, little kitty. You must be lost. He's not lost. He's a familiar. Cat. Here, in the forest. He's a familiar forest cat. Feral. Not feral. His name's... Agnes. His name's Agnes? And Alistair, gather round. Fiona, if witches manifest what's sown, then why were they so horribly persecuted? What was sown was ignorance. That begat fear, then hate. We didn't nurture that. That was the work of others. Give the damn Nazis a good show. She cannot cross the sea! Cursed she be, cursed she be, cursed she be with curses of all, cursed she with curses be, and dance! Cursed she be with curses, cursed she be with curses, cursed she be with curses, Ooga chaka, ooga, ooga, 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 ooga chaka, ooga. Tell me, what does it mean when I hold two fingers up? Two words? No, it means victory. That's one word. Indeed it is. One glorious word. Triumph is a good one word, too. The sign for that would be this finger crossed with that finger. Like this. That makes it look like you're repelling vampires. Stick with the V. I'm telling you, reports indicate Nazi forces are migrating northeast. It appears Operation Orangutan's a success. Congratulations. Oh, thank you, sir. That's wonderful news. I'll inform Crowley and Clutterbuck. Perhaps we can have them focus next on... It's mission accomplished, Fleming. They've done their duty. From outward appearances, that is. Let's be honest, man. Present a spell that put off Hitler's plans, but his tactical blunders. Still, a victory is a victory. That's this finger crossed with this one. But we don't know that with any certainty. What if they did play a part? I have more faith in your Nostradamus revisions having work than an old clutterbox hocus-pocus. There to cease their activities. Immediately. I was under the impression we use anything and everything, sir. Why does everyone regurgitate what I said a week ago? It's because you're the Prime Minister and your words carry weight. Good. I wanted to make sure that was the case. What's crucial at the moment is cracking the Enigma Code. You'll be working alongside Turing in Buckinghamshire. The Enigma Code's dodged our best decryption efforts for years. That could have me stuck behind a desk for the rest of the war. Pish posh. I wouldn't give it more than somewhere between longer than you think and forget you have a life. You'll work with their cryptanalysis team on German naval signals. We'll go over details in the morning, oh, 800 hours. And pick me up a jar of jelly for my toast. I need to replenish all the energy I use up sleeping. Pints on me, dear. I'm so sorry about the news. Everything appeared to be going swimmingly, didn't it? It's not just me, then. You seemed like birds of a feather. Two peas in a pot. Tweedledum and Tweedledee. And that's all he said? Yes. The mission's over and Mr. Churchill orders we cease our activities at once. And then all he said was goodbye. Over a phone call. You'd think after working together so closely, he'd say goodbye in person. Quite cold of him, says I. Brr. 
<laughs> now I made myself feel chilly. I shouldn't take it personally, I suppose. Why not? It's just business to them. Why are you defending him? In all fairness, it is a bit of a drive to deliver a message when you can just as well make a phone call. Fiona, dear, we're all on your side. Why aren't you? His altruistic nature was merely a manipulative tool he used to exploit you. You didn't stand a chance against his upstanding ways and decent manners, you poor dear. How could you resist his Adonis-like good looks, overconfident swagger, and the way he keeps his uniform so wrinkle-free for a bachelor? With those little military creases looking all crisp and proper. That's what I meant. All good things come to an end. The good times couldn't last forever. All right, I got the point. His looks don't sway me. If I saw him, I'd punch him square in the nose, I would. Take a number. I'd give him such a good hissing. <laughs> Fiona, put me in a room with him, turn him into a mouse, then let me have a go. I will do no such thing. Why do you keep refusing to use magic on him? Turn him right round, you would. It's more preferable to me if he came right round on his own. Which doesn't appear at all likely now, does it? Cheers. Well, look who has the nerve to show up. Did you do that? You said it's preferable to you if he came right round. Can't get any more right round than he just did. I said that without intent to encant. Ah, Fiona, there you are. You weren't at home. I don't know why I'm telling you that. Obviously, you already know it. Suddenly, I had the notion you might be here. Uh, I don't know why I'd think that. Hello. 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 Did you summon him then? Certainly not. I think you saying, put me in a room with him, is what summoned him. I can do that? On second thought, no. Stop being so full of yourself. I'm surprised to see you here. Yes, I uh, experienced remorse about my call earlier. Oh? It was far too impersonal. I didn't feel it proper ending things that way. Oh. May I sit down? I never noticed before how fastidious you are about making sure you don't crease your uniform. An officer must at all times present himself properly and wrinkle-free. Fiona, I was in the midst of packing. I've been reassigned. But then suddenly got this notion to see you. An overwhelming urge, actually. Out of the blue. Very strange. You didn't make that happen, did you? Oh, no, no, of course you didn't. That's ridiculous. I'm glad I caught you all together. Did Fiona tell you? Yes, you bastard. You think you can treat Fiona like yesterday's... I forget how the saying goes. It's yesterday something or other. How dare you! I'm talking about Hitler's change of plans. The invasion's off and the Germans altered course. The Prime Minister's not convinced you're responsible for that, of course, but nonetheless sends his gratitude on behalf of the nation for your effort. What are you talking about? Anyone for darts? I am. Count me in. Nice seeing you again, Lieutenant. It's good they have some alone time together. We'll give them some privacy. Aye. We can hear better from here. I apologize if that's what you thought. You've been reassigned? Yes, to Buckinghamshire. I'm to meet with the Prime Minister at 0800 hours for a briefing. I came here to tell you personally why you won't be seeing me anymore. He's here because I summoned him. Who's he taking all the credit? There's nothing else Mr. Churchill has for you here? I thought you'd be relieved to hear that. I looked forward to our time together. As did I. Meeting you has been a refreshing respite from my usual routine. Oh, I see. Well, now that your usual routine has been refreshed. I didn't mean it like that. Fiona, I also need to warn you. Be careful. I can't say whether you affected Hitler's brainwaves or not, but I can say if the Nazis believe your ritual did what you think it did, then your lives are in the gravest peril. Gravest peril? That sounds like a fancy way of saying we could be killed, don't it? Or you can put it that way. Well, now I put it that way. 
Thanks so much. I think he can hear you, Agnes. I can hear Agnes, I can hear you, Alistair, and I can hear Thickerwaggle's brain whirling away, wondering if I can hear him. As if. I heard that. He can't hear me, brain. Fiona, I'm sorry. If only we weren't at war. Oh, they're at war. With the Germans. Of course. I should have thought of it before. Ian, when we were last together, we wasted the opportunity. We could have gone further. Ah, well, you are an intriguing woman. I would have welcomed getting to know you better. And the way you look so lovely dancing in the moonlight. Not that I was looking. The uh, moon was in my eyes. That may have been me. I'm saying we should not have stopped at a spell to only turn away an invasion. We could have done more. Oh, you mean casting a spell to end the war completely? Yes, uh, uh, that would have been lovely too. Ian... What if we... Are we talking about you and me? Cast another spell on Hitler. Casting another spell on Hitler. Yes, right, that's what I was talking about. Sorry, another spell? Ian, if the war somehow were to end immediately, what would have to happen to cause that? Huh, well, can't say the war cabinet hasn't mulled this one over before. I hate to be crude, but would it involve assassinating Hitler? Tell me. Well, no, actually. In that scenario, it's possible one of his officers would seize power, possibly fueled stronger by revenge. A better scenario is if we could discourage him, have him give up hope, to the point he formally surrenders. Go on. Oh, I didn't know you harbored an interest in military intelligence. We have more in common than I thought. I discover more things that fascinate me about you every day, Fiona. In a purely personal sense, I mean, it's not like I'm spying on you. Back to getting Hitler to surrender. Well, the problem is his fortress is protected by minefields and barbed wire. Bodyguards surround him at all times. His travels by ground and air, top secret. Under those circumstances, getting to him to the extent where he abandons all hope would take far more than a Nostradamus broadcast. Naturally, you can see why it's impractical. Naturally? Hold that thought. We have another spell to cast. Oh, joyous! What? Will it be the love spell? Ow! What did you do that for? We need your hair. You could have asked politely. Or better yet, not done it at all. Not a love spell, a surrender spell. When you think about it, isn't that really just the same thing? A spell to have Hitler surrender. Oh, maybe not the same thing. No, no, no. That's hard. It sounds just like he's saying no, no, no. Lieutenant Commander Fleming hasn't the authority to stop the citizenry from defending their homeland. Isn't that right, Ian? Besides, this is for an even greater cause. It's for love of humanity. Oh, so it is a love spell. No, stop it. Don't be nonsensical. Oh, so now you think I'm nonsensical. I think that I'd better stop saying anything more before I say something I'll regret. You crossed that bridge when you plunged off it a moment ago. Ian, you said the idea was taken up before. Well implemented. Take our proposal to hex Hitler to Mr. Churchill. See if he'll give his approval. He'll laugh me out of Downing Street is what he'll do. Did he laugh when you previously discussed the idea? Heartily, with deep belly guffaws like this. Ho, ho, ho! I told you it's impractical, though the intelligence sources support the strategy. What sources might those be? They have to be kept confidential, old man. Let's just say they conclude Hitler believes himself divine on a spiritual mission. Have you ever heard of a messianic complex? I thought that meant you kept a messy room. My little snarly gaster, how he said that about me. I proposed if Hitler believed Germany is suffering defeat, his delusion would have him lay fault with his underlings rather than himself. What would that do? Only that it would prompt him to kill and replace them, causing a chilling effect, perhaps even chaos in the ranks. Then we'd see him unravel, risk extreme measures, make mistakes, 
as a result, suffered tremendous losses until his own generals forced him to surrender or, if he refused, kill him. But I'm sure you see an undertaking of that magnitude. Makes for a jolly good plan. It's anonymous, then. You mean unanimous? No, I mean anonymous. He just said the sources are confidential. Or look for such a spell in the Book of Shadows. Thank you so much, Ian, for coming up with our plan. It's not our plan. In fact, it's not even a plan. Look at the hour. It's gotten late. I should go. Fiona, this is from the Prime Minister. You're ordered to cease any further interactions with Hitler's... Head. And let the war barrel along when I can stop it. Why? Is Mr. Churchill's way so smart? I didn't say it was smart. I said they were orders. Mind you, but Mercury, Venus, Jupiter, and Pluto are lying tomorrow night. I sense from the way you said that I'm too infer it actually means something. Witchcraft is at its most powerful if it takes place when planets align. We haven't time. When you meet with the Prime Minister tomorrow morning, you must see if you can get his permission. Please. I'm sorry. I can't do that. You can't or won't. I thought you were on my side. Fiona. My mistake. I was swayed by your, your, your overconfident swagger and neatly pressed uniform. With all its proper creases. With all due respect, Fiona. Don't all due respect me. I could respect you with less due, if that's where you were going with that. Help a man out. Despite my overconfident swagger, I'm not good with what women want to hear. Fiona! What's he want? Never mind him. He's not the man I thought he was. No, that was the Lieutenant Commander, dear. Do you need glasses? I'll explain it all to you later. I want to go now. Take my arm. It's me, Agnes. I'll be your eyes. Make way for the blind! Fiona! No more dancing about naked! Pardon? She'll attract Nazis. They'll observe her moves. I don't mean that the way you think. Problem de femme, monsieur? Problem. Big problem. You're French, and you know about women, love, in the time of war. You're a civilian, not weighted with the war effort. I find myself envious of you, monsieur. You get to wake up with your arms wrapped around the woman you love. And for a still moment, the world is at peace. Not a thing to take you away from her. It's all because of hope, isn't it? Hope of living in a peaceful world. Hope that Cupid's arrow will always find its perfect mark. Well, my friend, we don't live in a world where peace is assured and love finds its way. Hope leads to nothing but disappointment. So if I'm to enjoy any happiness at all, then I have to abandon all hope. That makes sense, wouldn't you agree? I knew you'd understand these matters. After all, you're French. Thank you, sir. Bonjour. But the planets would be all nicely aligned in a row, Fiona. They align in a row? Learn something new every day. Think of it like a queue in the cosmos. What's in the cosmos for them to queue up for? Now it makes no sense to me whatsoever. A planet alignment's such a terrible thing to waste. I can't ask you to risk imprisonment or death. On the other hand, blood. But we can't let you sacrifice yourself while we stand by. She just gave a very good rebuttal on that very topic. Are you paying attention? My dear Alistair, Agnes, Cecil, I don't want to do the ritual without you, but I can't do it with you. Why all the fuss, dear? It's a simple spell. One commands Hitler's whereabouts to make him come here. Then you can put the nab on him. Here, I'll do it for you. Oh no, don't think it through first. Let thy compass be baffled, direction befuddled, thy way be muddled, thy path be scuttled and shuttled and shuffled. 
Thus I entreat, ne'er thy journey complete, till thy vessel lie nestled here at our feet. Perhaps not as simple as that spell makes it sound. You were going to bring Hitler here to us? What? So we could all hobnob around a bit? Go on a picnic together? Seriously? It's both impressive and disturbing at the same time how you can be so downright bonkers! Then again, perhaps the Lieutenant Commander will realize how much this means to you and agree to change Mr. Churchill's mind. I'm afraid he won't. Agnes, you've given me a brilliant idea. I have? Well then, end on a positive note. What's that? Another brilliant idea? Or maybe not end, because I'm on a roll. Well, it's good night for me. Me too. Good night. Good, good night. night. Uh, Waggle, may I speak with you for a moment? It's fine. I'll go on ahead with Agnes. Be careful. Oh, she's not that bonkers. He won't be long. Waggle, listen. If Lemming needs Mr. Churchill's official permission for us to go ahead with the ritual tomorrow night, then why don't we give the lad that permission? Excellent. But why do I feel there's a vital part missing about how exactly we go about that? Because there's a vital part missing. But it's simple, really. Simple? Really? Bright boy, you catch on so quickly. You, Agnes, and I pay a visit to 10 Downing Street tomorrow morning in time for Fleming's meeting. We'll get them to open the door. She'll distract them. You sneak in as a cot. Scoot yourself upstairs. There, transform into Churchill. You meet with Fleming and order him to let us proceed. One little detail. Just how do I transform myself into Mr. Churchill? I've only ever been Cecil Thickerwaggle. Undercut. And that's under official arrangement with Fiona. You'll enter into a pact with me to act as my familiar. Just while we're there. Oh, great. A temporary third-party application. Do you know how unstable that can make a metamorphosis? I might give after a few minutes. And... What do I do with the genuine Churchill whilst I'm masquerading as him, hmm? You'll figure it out as you go. Now that you spelled it out for me, my mind's at ease. What was I worried about? Silly me. Well, good night. Get back here. <laughs> you do understand it's imperative that Fleming don't see you and Churchill together. Easy peasy. A walk in the park. A piece of cake. Come back here. What? I can't tell if you were being sarcastic. I wasn't. I was being sardonic and verbose. Can't help it. I'm a gabby cop. Come back here! What?! If you don't do this, our little Fiona's going to be out there tomorrow night, all alone by her itty-bitty little self. Oh, damn it, very bloody well. Excellent. You sound like Mr. Churchill already. Ready? As I'll ever be. One thing. What would you have me do again? Oh, I shudder to think of the great things we could accomplish if you were only capable of paying attention. What? But I guess we'll never know. Focus, Agnes, just this once. When the constable opens the door, distract him by lifting your skirt and showing some leg, just like Claudette Colbert and it happened one night. And the moment you have his attention, Thickerwaggle here... What are you doing in human form? You're supposed to be a cut. You need to be metamorphosed, man. All right, all right. Not here, over there, where no one can see. Agnes, I'll be behind this bush. And remember, hasn't it happened one night? Thank you for the timely reminder. You're welcome. Anytime.
<coughs> Good morning, Constable. Do you notice what I'm doing? Yes, ma'am, but I'm not sure what you expect me to do about it. Neither do I. I never did see the movie. Haven't the foggiest what happens next. Is there something I can help you with? How would I know? I just told you I haven't the foggiest what happens next. Right. Next time, you might want to try the Liberal Party. You'll find their offices on Whitehall Place. I think you'll find them more your type. Tonight? Yes, sir. I was confused at first, I admit, but she's apparently determined. There may be no stopping her. Damn these women. Nineteen, eighteen. I agree, they are confusing at that age, but I believe she's older than that. I'm talking about the year women got the right to vote. It's been a slippery slope since. Now civilization stands clinging onto a scant fringe of hope. Coincidence? If the Nazis believe she affected Hitler's mind, then no doubt there are orders at this very moment directing their operative to kill them. They'll be vulnerable out in the woods tonight. They're only a fence. They dance naked. We're the ones who brought them into this. We'll be the ones who- They've been informed not to proceed, correct? Yes, sir. You serve the common good in Buckinghamshire, not herding a batty backwards conclave of cuckoos. But, sir- Not another word. But- Nah! Uh, uh, but- Nah! Yes, sir. Every minute you're here is a minute lost breaking the Enigma Code. Crucial supplies lost at sea with every sunken ship. E is A, B is T. I figured it out this morning. Right after I figured out Fiona. I was on a streak. It's nice you found a woman who inspires you. Just why can't you find one who's not crazy as a loon? Speaking of loons, have you heard from the good bishop? It's been several days and... Winston! I escaped! Never mind, I found him. Nazis! They've infiltrated the Romanian consulate! My god, man! You look like you've been dragged through hell. Sit! Here, take a puff. It will relax you. Thank you, Winston. Tastes good. The Nazi kept me captive. Me and the Romanian envoy minister plenipotentiary. That's Papalusku. Oh. oh. Demanded I spill the beans to her. Her who? Her, Nazi. That's who. Who's her, Nazi? The Nazi was a woman. The Nazi was a woman. Wasn't that a Hitchcock movie? How insidious. Who is she? Heidi Schickelgruber. Pavelusko's secretary. It was a complete shock to Pavelusko that she's a spy. How would the Romanians have known? Oh, I don't know. Perhaps given the fact that Heidi is a nickname for Adolf Heid. Adolf Heid Schickelgruber. An obviously German name in an otherwise all-Romanian consulate. Should have sounded an alarm. Especially given that the Germans are the bad guys. That adorable little Swiss girl. Not this Heidi. Trust me. This Heidi's a Nazi. A very large Nazi. I blame the grandfather. Got soft on her. I kept a stiff upper lip throughout the ordeal. Made it impossible for Shekel Groover to understand anything I said. Good man. A few hours went by. She interrogating me. Me speaking through clenched British lips. The tension mounted. Life or death at stake. Suddenly there was a noise outside the door. Her attention distracted momentarily. I seized the opportunity. For there, by the desk, within my grasp, was a bust of Queen Marie of Romania. Knowing I had but one mere second to act, I grabbed Queen Marie's bust. Oh, that's an interesting visual, the way you put that. Thank you. And thwacked Shiggle Gruber on her head with Queen Marie's bust. I'm regretting making that visual. Good heavens, man, you must have been mortified. Mortified? I was exhilarated. It reminded me of my youth back in the seminary's pugilist club. I was fisticuffs champion, 1922. They called me the Bell from Hell. Pugilatus. The boxing sport of ancient gladiators. Or legalized attempted murder. 
Chicks have won. Then, quickly opening the nearby window, Pavlusko and I climbed out on the ledge, hastily making our escape. How traumatic. I'm not being dramatic. Stop saying that. I said traumatic. Then what happened? Pavlusko lost his footing and plummeted to the ground. His downfall. Then I lost my grasp and landed on top of him. Decent chap, he cushioned my fall. It's a miracle. Well, not so much for Pavelesco, but for you, a most excellent outcome. Oh, Pavelesco's fine. His office was on the ground floor. But you say you didn't talk. Then you never gave Shekelgruber the operation's location. So she couldn't have been there. That's odd. What is? Fiona said it wasn't an SS agent hidden in the woods, but a great tit. Are you sure that's what she said, Fleming? I am. I say. Where is Shekel Gruber currently? Sorry if I didn't stick around to ask her. I must hasten to Ashford Forest to safeguard Fiona and her fellowship. Safeguard them? I ordered you stop their nonsense. But what if their nonsense is of some benefit to the nation? Nonsense being a benefit to the nation. That's government's job. That woman has turned you upside down. Get a grip on yourself. I don't believe in their sorcery any more than you do. But if it plagues Hitler to believe dark forces are against him, I say bloody well let them do more of it. If they carry out another ritual, they'll risk exposure. They tell me dancing about keeps them warm. I mean Schickelgruber will capture them, torture them. They might become agreeably talkative. She'll uncover our subterfuge. Go! Stop them before the Nazis do. Oh, so now you want me to go. If your Fiona proceeds tonight with any more of her hocus-pocus, we may very all find ourselves doing the Siegheil goose step. You're right, sir. Come, George. Have a rest of my throat. Where do you think you're going? Sir, uh, weren't you just... You're to inform Clutterbuck that she's to proceed with a ritual straight away. I don't understand. You were just a moment ago making very, very intelligent arguments against that. I can explain that, obviously. Yes? I obviously changed my mind. Obviously? <laughs> Bless you. Who is that? What are you still doing here? Sir, how did you... Instead of dilly-dallying about tottering questions, why don't you use that time to actually... Go! Yes, sir. Um, if I may ask, what caused you to change your mind? I told you, any further activity renders everything we hold dear at risk. What? Didn't you just... Yes, sir. I say, Winston, have you brought in a cat? A cat? The man's mad as a hatter. There aren't any cats here, George. They're all at the country home with the missus. Well, what are you still doing standing there? Point your crotch toward Ashford Forest and go. There's no time. Yes, sir. And when you get there, have Miss Fiona proceed with the ritual. What? Do I need to repeat myself? Go meow. Beg pardon? Go meow. Did you just lick yourself? No. Did you just meow? No, that was the cat. What cat? My cat. But a moment ago, you said you haven't a cat. I do have a cat. You do have a cat? Meow. There he goes. Where? Didn't you see him? No. Well, should you happen to see him, which should be just about any moment now, you'll notice straight away that he's a cat. You've grown whiskers. No, I haven't. Yes, you have. Yes, I have. Because I have a fast-growing five o'clock shadow. It's half past eight in the morning. Unusually fast-growing. No. There it is again. What is? The cat. What cat? Your cat. My cat. Yes, my cat. Meow. Where are you, kitty? Meow. Do you see him? I see him. There you are, kitty. Meow. I really have to go. Meow. That's all this clamoring. Didn't you say you were going? So did you. Just now. Why would I? 
Is that a cat? Where? There. It is a cat. I can see that. Where did it come from? Don't you recognize it? Should I? It's your cat. It is. Yes, you have a cat. I have a cat. Yes, that one. Apologies, George. I do have a cat. That explains my rash. There's <laughs> height. Pardon my German. Why are you still here? Go. Yes, sir. Damn those witches. I'll have that whole coven collared if I must. Collared? But didn't you just say... Ah, Kitty. No, no, no. Don't run away. There you are. Nice, Kitty. I'm afraid to look. You're still standing there off to my side. Aren't you, Fleming? I'm confused. Yes, you do strike me as being of the baffled sort lately. It's just... Do you or do you not want me to have the witches stop conducting feather rituals? Young sir, we could find ourselves worse off than we find ourselves in our present situation regarding Herr Hitler. I can't believe I have to explain all this to you. You are in intelligence, are you not? Can you show some? Please, tell me you can. Can you give me some sort of sign? And a Fiona and a fellowship. Should they not agree to stop? Then I can think of no circumstance where you would not have the authority to stop them. Sir? You've a double O license, do you not? But they're British subjects. Breaching the orders of His Majesty's government. Putting our beloved England at risk. Oh, don't tell me you've gone and fallen in love with her. I, uh, that is... Oh, God, you do love her. <laughs> you remind me of myself as a young officer. I also dreamt of daring do. I was diligent, worked hard, exhibited ambition. Then in 1908, kismet, I dragged myself begrudgingly to a boring, dull society dinner party. You have an odd definition of kismet. Twas kismet, for there at the party, lo and behold, was my wife. What was Mrs. Churchill doing at the party without you? No, no. The dinner party was where I first met my darling Clementine. I proposed after one month. We married five months later. This year marks thirty-two years of wedded bliss. Forgive my emotional outburst. I'm half American. Congratulations. And your secret to a happy marriage? We're both in love with the same man. Fleming, a man can't live a full life behind his work. He's got to get out and find love. Remember this. You only live twice, one life for yourself and one for your dreams. That doesn't make any sense. Do you love Fiona? Very much so. There are things in heaven and hell we were never meant to understand. That's got to be one of them. Now go! But what about how a man's got to go find love? Poppycock! But you just said so! Damn it. Then heed this sage advice. Tell her about it. Tell her all your crazy dreams. Let her know I need her? Let her know how much she means. Sage advice indeed by Joel. You got to tell her about it. You know the girl don't want to wait. Though it works a lot better if she's on board in the first place, otherwise it's harassment. Yes, sir. We'll do, sir. Then go tell her about it. But don't let that stop you if you have to kill her. Yes, sir. I think. Love or whatever his present affliction is. May save the day after all, hmm, kiddie? Are you hungry? What say I have a tasty treat brought up for you, hmm? Fancy salmon? Wrong!
but we can't proceed with our thicker waggle. That would make the ritual unfamiliar. Oh, that sounds unright. According to the Book of Shadows, in an emergency, I can press a volunteer into service. A makeshift familiar. So now, who wants to be a small cat? You do realise the sort of things they like licking? Very well. Can one of you, at the very least, gather a few mushrooms for Cecil for when he arrives? That will save us precious time. Pick me! Pick me! Thank you, Agnes. There's a fresh crop of Amarita muscaria over there by that smelly, rotting limb. Where? See all that putrid mould? Hang on. I just realised the Book of Shadows indicates that... Oh, no. What's the matter? It's not going to work. Are you saying our ritual won't work? Not that waltzing about without our knickers on a summer night isn't a success all on some. It's not the destination, it's the journey. But um, why not? You see here, it says, with Francis Drake granted dominion over the seas. Don't you simply love the elegant way people spoke back then? Nowadays, they'd say, Francis Drake, is that a duck? Drake's being granted dominion over the seas refers to his commission authorized by Queen Elizabeth I. When we staved off Hitler's invasion, it was Mr. Churchill authorized by King George. You see, this spells lent authority when it includes a representative of the crown. But Churchill's disapproved of tonight's ritual. Exactly. Oh, that's the problem you're nattering on about. I've got good news then. Thickerwaggle, Agnes and I took the initiative. A little plan we implemented just this morning. Oh? The bad news is from what you just told me, our plan won't work the way we thought. Oh. Can't you plant a thought in Mr. Churchill to change his mind? That's riddled with a problem. You see, to magnify and transmit hypnotopic vibrational frequencies from here all the way to London, it's much too far a distance. What if you got an assist from a familiar? Oh, like a booster? Yes, that would have been simpler, wouldn't it? Would have saved the bus fare. Quite the moot point, however, what with thicker waggle absent. Who doctors my familiar now? About the muscarias, I may have nibbled a couple. Nibbled a knuckle. I ate them all. Agnes, you be Alistair's familiar, all right? So right. Plant the thought in Mr. Churchill. Now, Alistair, before the planets rotate out of alignment. Right! Get ready, Agnes! Left foot first. Yours or mine? Yes! Repeat that to me, Agnes. We summon thee, Prime Minister, to ash down for us from west thou art. From west we art, then thou shall be. Take it, Agnes! Rub-a-dub-dub. Three men in a... Stop! You're all in grave danger. What danger? We're all perfectly fine. You don't understand. If the Nazis believe your spell worked, you're at risk. And? There's also a tiny matter about... You endangering only the entire world? I have orders to stop you. Stop us? Do you really not have any faith in me at all, Ian? This is another one of those times it would help if I were good with what women want to hear, isn't it? Look, I know you really believe you have supernatural abilities to turn frogs into princes. Now he's blaming us for the royal family. But you're fooling yourselves. Oh, you think so? From what I know of, oh, the fundamental laws of physics, science, and logic... Yes, I really do think so! Here's what I believe. The Nazis believe in, um... Uh, Witchcraft! Superstitions. And what you do affects them. So, damn my orders, I'm willing to help you. But right now it's too dangerous for you to assemble here in the open and proceed with your plans. You must return to your homes. In summary, Fiona dear, he still does not believe in you. Fleming! I ordered you to shut down your operation, Clutterbuck. You changed the operation's name again? No, I was being wittily impish. It's my trademark when I meet new people. Hello, everyone. Is that... 
Mr. Churchill with Cecil. Hello, Fiona, Alistair, Agnes. Hello. Hello. Don't be frightened. He's not a biter. What took you so long? I was on my way when suddenly I was compelled to investigate something fishy. Did you wrap it up? I can say it's in the con. You didn't tell me you planned to be here. I didn't plan to be here. But given how off your rocker you were, I had to make sure you followed through with your orders, and so the thought came to me to get myself out here. Which wasn't so easy for us to psychically transmit. Difficult for you. Easy for me. Mr. Churchill, I'm Fiona Clutterbuck. I insist we be permitted to carry out what we consider our duty. This is your old Fiona Clutterbuck? I am speaking, sir. We have a plan. You already have a war plan, thank you, madam. But our plan can terminate the war as soon as tonight. It's a very reasonable sound plan. You see, the planets have lined up in a cosmic queue. But for what reason, don't ask me. Stop this boulder dash. On what basis? Because it's beyond human analyzation? No, madam. Because you can't get the drift of it? Certainly not. It's because it sounds like utter nonsense, doesn't it? Finally, someone's making sense. The rest of you would do well to be more like your friend here. Correct, madam. And continuing your voodoo puts the entire world at risk. Our voodoo can result in just the opposite. It appears your assessment was right, Fleming. She is doggedly bullheaded, as stubborn as a mule. His words, not mine. He warned me you're determined to proceed despite orders to cease. It gave me no choice but to order Fleming stop your buffonery. And despite his feelings for you, to use deadly force if need be. Buffoonery? Never mind that. Deadly force? Never mind that. His feelings for me. Never mind that. Deadly force? Lest you fall into the Nazis' hands and compromise our operations, endangering millions of your fellow countrymen, risking the entire world falling to the horror of Nazi fascism. And for that, you'd have a shot? It does make good sense, though, doesn't it? Fiona, that's why I wasted no time since I got here imploring you. You've been doing what? You not wasting time all this time has been wasting time all this time. Take a few moments and savor the irony of that. Mr. Churchill, we won't be stopped by you or the lieutenant commander. Did you hear that, Fleming? Arrest them! Fiona, you've brought a new perspective into my life. That's not sounding like an arrest, Fleming. Put some putting you behind bars into it. Why do you... Help me sort matters through. That's not anywhere close. Are you even trying? Giving me greater clarity. Use your pistol if any one of them resists. A better understanding of things. Now, Fleming! Helped me evolve. Where exactly are you going with this, Fleming? Fiona. That's what I was afraid of. You've made me a better man. Oh, good God. And what's more? Need I remind you? You jeopardize your good name as an officer in His Majesty's Royal Navy if you don't carry out your orders at once. I fear a greater risk. Ah! It's that damn 1918 effect. I love you. Oh, my God. You have no idea what it took for me to say that. But now that I have, Fiona Clutterbuck, I love you. Well, don't you have anything to say? You were ready to shoot me. If he doesn't, I will. We're not the druids you're looking for. So we meet at last, Agent Shiggle River. That's Heidi? Adolf Hyde! Do not mistake me for that joyful young little Schweitzer! Actually, no worries there. I'm afraid I cannot permit you to proceed with your plans. The Führer would not like it if you did. It's not like we were going to tell him. Silence! But we weren't! Honest. Enough! All of you, move! 
Schnell! Schnell means now in German. I think I knew that. Do you realize you're threatening the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom? That means war, you know. The Edelweiss fetter with the forehead holder pin in my Bavarian backstagger hop. I look forward to the honor own place in history being Winston Churchill's assassin shall bring me. I wasn't going to shoot you. If need be, I was only going to knock you over the head until you blocked out so I could drag you bodily out of danger. In summary, Fiona, he does love you. Such sweet nothings you Englishmen utter. Now say your goodbyes. Stop! German assist to! Oof! Ha! Do you think I came unprepared for your sorcery, witch? The Germans have a tradition of witchcraft, too. Watch out! She's going to turn us into gingerbread men! Britannicus concedo! Wakas to Budicus! Et tu! Et tu, tu! Oh, yeah? Double tu, tu! Femina clacus! You missed! Femina pocus! As entertaining as this is, it's not as riveting as when women yanked each other's hair out, scratched their faces, gouged each other's eyes. Oh, when ladies maimed. Quite right. Ladies, can you violence it up a bit for us spectators? Thank you. Shickle Grover! Ah, Bishop! Another Edelweiss feather mit forehead holder pin in my... Good going, George! I was also my seminary's top marksman. Between your pugilistic championships and gun tournaments, wherever did you find the time, or inclination, to follow the Prince of Peace? I was secretary of the Student Time Management Club. I kept the minutes. Ah, yes, that hardly explains anything. Now, as I was saying, Miss Clutterbuck, for our nation's sake... Oh, enough! There's no sense yammering on! Mr. Churchill, Bishop, Ian, Omnis Attentus! Close ranks! Right face! And... Conga line! Come surrender Hitler! Come surrender Hitler! Come surrender Hitler! Is that someone parachuting from that plane? I believe you're right. Watch out! Oh, is that, you know, the tiny mustache? It can only be Charlie Chaplin. That's not Chaplin. It's not. Well, don't be rude. Introduce yourself then. Go on. Campesca! Good show, Agnes. You did it. I did. Are you sure? Positive. It's both impressive and disturbing at the same time. I did it! Madam, never in the field of human conflict was so much owed by so many to... So few. I was going to say witches, but I like yours. Yours won't have Parliament questioning my competence and forcing my resignation. No, it won't. Not really. Fleming, what's the matter? You look dumbfounded. Good Lord, it's true. I really am going to write spy novels. Isn't it wonderful? What's stopping, actually? But what of my service to the king? We'll send him a copy of every novel you publish. That's the least of what we'll do, isn't it? Shut up and kiss me. In summary, Fiona dear, he does believe in you. 